Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Does money feel like a filthy word to you? Do you avoid talking about the numbers with your team because it seems a little, I don't know, uncouth? Maybe you avoid even looking at the numbers altogether. And do you ever feel like a bit of an imposter when it comes to money? Like everyone assumes that because you have this beautiful, thriving business that you must be successful. But your business actually isn't profitable. You feel a bit like you're alone in a dark room, just you and your dirty little secret. It still never fails to shock me when the salon owner tells me that they're not paying themselves or they're just taking home the leftovers, if there are any. Some salon owners are even convincing themselves that they're just not in it for the money. And, well, that's a lovely thought, but let's get real here. Both you and I know we can't run a business like that. And you owe it to your staff and yourself to put your big girl pants on and let's get real. You need to be profitable. And if you're not profitable, you're putting your business and your team at risk. So you need to listen to this episode. Last month, I ran an incredible four-day profit boot camp where I gave nearly 200 salon owners my seven-step proven formula to go from winging it to running a thriving, successful, and most importantly, a profitable business. And today on the podcast, I'm going to give you that very formula and the first step towards a healthy relationship with money in your business, because it's not a dirty word it's actually a non-negotiable. So let's jump in. Welcome back to the real Getting Started Salon Profit Bootcamp. Now that you know kind of where we fit, who I am, let's dive into the powerful profit formula. I'm going to take you through the seven steps to maximize profitability. Are you ready? Now, I'm, I'm really talking to you if your business isn't making profit right now, or maybe it is making profit right now, but you know there's more in it. You could get more out of it. And you're feeling a little bit frustrated, especially in today's economy, because things have changed, right, in the last three years quite a lot. And I'm sure that you're trying hard to get there into profit or into better profit. And sometimes it can feel a little bit elusive. Maybe you used to be profitable, but now you're not. Things have changed. And you know that it's possible. I know that it's possible. (laughs) You just don't know how to get there. Sometimes this means that we're lying awake at night worrying about paying the wages. Well, if you're doing that, you're not alone. This is a tough time right now. The topic of money is often taboo because everybody in your community thinks that you're so successful because you have a business. And I know what that feels like when people are like, yeah, you're so successful because you have a business, but it can feel a little bit fraudulent almost and secretly on the inside because they may see you as so successful or the business looks beautiful and you've got this team, but the business is not profitable. Maybe it feels like you've got this dirty little secret that nobody knows about. Maybe just you and I and any money that you do make, maybe you're telling yourself that you're just reinvesting it back into the business and you'll pay yourself later unfortunately unless we do something really proactive that day never comes so you do need to know the levers to pull to make the change 
in the profitability of your business. Maybe even, maybe you're even convincing yourself that you're not in it for the money, that you're in the industry for the love of the craft. I know deep down, you probably know deep down that we all know that we can't run a business that way. And maybe you're saying to yourself, all I want is to, just a good wage, at least be earning as much money as you would working for somebody else. Like the, at least, right? That should be the bare minimum. And I know that you're passionate about paying your team really well. You want to feel proud that you can pay your team well, retain them and give them a clear career pathway, not have to worry about the 20th of the month or wages day, but you need to be paid too. And I think unless we get on top of paying ourselves profit properly and profitably we can get a little bit resentful and then we don't become the nice boss the nicest boss that we want so I actually want for you to be able to work less without earning less focus on growing the business actually rather than feeling like you have to work 60 hours on clients just to make ends meet and then all the weight is on your shoulders to prop the business up and all the money that you're making and earning working 60 hours on clients is just paying for the staff's wages that are sitting at the back doing sweet FA, right? I want for you to get into the driver's seat and regain the power, right? So we need to know exactly the levers to pull because I know you're not a mathematician and I'm not suggesting that you become one because often maybe there's fear around or you feel intimidated by the numbers. But I actually think it's not that complicated to feel confident about making data-driven decisions, right? And not feeling discouraged when we look at our numbers and more read them as a report, as a map that's going to tell us what to do in our business. The numbers will tell us a story. But either way, if your business isn't making profit, you need a profit formula. There's no point putting your head in the sand. We need something that's going to tell you exactly what to prioritize in order to make profit in your business, right? How do you overcome the fear of numbers? Well, actually, we just need to dive in. They're actually not that scary. So no more winging it. If you don't have a budget, we need a really, really clear step-by-step -step plan. Otherwise, there's this. I remember this feeling, like feeling like, well, I just get the leftovers, right? But you actually deserve to be paid first you're the most important person in your business and if you're not there they don't have a job so why are you prioritizing them it's a bit like put your own seatbelt on first before you put your no the, the mask put your own mask on first before you can help the child and the placement's going down I don't know if that's a good analogy uh, but we need to prioritize self and I give you permission to do that right here and I want you to kind of be able to stand tall and have a really confidence in a growth system and not relying on your accountant or others to tell you about your business. Your accountant has a different goal than you. Your accountant's goal is compliance, tax management. The goal is not to make you rich. The goal is to tell you what to do once you've made the money or not as the case may be and not how to make the money or not to set you up for future success good reporting maybe, but often what I discover is that accountants just tell you what happened in the past. It's like looking at the rear vision mirror. We've got to actually look out the front window. And so I want to give you a system, a system to maximize profit. Is that making sense? Right, let's step into step number one. I speak with salon owners often, of course, being a coach. Um, but when I meet owners for the first time, the first thing I ask is, how much do you want to make? 
And I know when my dad helped me open my business at 20, he asked me the same question. How much do you actually want to make? And funnily enough, my answer was, oh, dad, I want to make $30,000. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was 20. I didn't have big dreams and ambitions, but it's holding us back, right? Often owners don't actually know how much wages, how much salary, how much profit they actually want to take home and bring in to the family. So I want you to think about that. If we want to make more, we have to have a really clear destination, right? I know sometimes it's easy to think, I don't care about money, but you can't reach a goal if you don't have a goal. Like you can't achieve the goal if you don't know what the goal is. And I think this is a mistake. There's too much fear around the money and taboo around being filthy rich. So to unlock your path to financial freedom, we need to really put a plan in place to not only dream, but make a plan for profit. We want to design a rich life, if you will. Actually, what is the most important step? Um, we've got to think about money mindset. And of course, you probably have heard me already talk about a profit first mindset. Okay, step number two is prepare for profit. We're just otherwise hoping that there's some profit left over if everything works well and we can get our team right that hopefully there'll be some profit left over because I know it feels hard to think about the money or know what levers to pull I know that actually all you need is a really simple system that tells you what to do to be profitable and money strangely enough often evokes emotion and this is where we go wrong Instead, we just need a very simple money, paint by, paint by numbers, I guess, you know, money by numbers, a very black and white in plain sight, you're either in profit or not. And if you're not, it tells you what to do. And if you're, if you are, it tells you what you've been doing and to do more of it. So we can't ignore it and leave it to our accountant. It's kind of passing our power over. Instead, I want you to be knowledgeable, powerful and know exactly exactly the step so there's a couple of things that we need we need to know our break even we need to know what our minimum number is each week and imagine by Friday you know oh my god we are totally in profit all day Friday and Saturday we're in profit right now we need to know the five margin there's only five numbers that you need to know and care about when it comes to profitability and I'm going to tell you about that in this boot camp and we need a really good reporting mechanism I call it the CEO dash and that mechanism is going to be the thing that's going to report back to you how you're going. Imagine your child was playing football and you were on the side, but there were no lines around the field. There were no rules and there were no goals. Would it be an interesting game to watch? Would the kids be excited to play that game? I think probably not. So we need to have a dashboard. It's a bit like a racing car. If we're driving and we're running, trying to win a race, we need a dashboard that's going to tell us when we run out of petrol and when we need to put fresh tires on. And lastly, we need a reporting rhythm that we know how often we need to know what information so we're always a step ahead and we're not waiting to get old information from our accountant that's way out of date. Does that make sense? So we need to have a good, I call it the CEO dash plus a dash rhythm. Okay, let's step into number three. Profit, pay, and prosper. I think I mentioned this before, but when I speak with owners, about 50% of the owners that I speak with are not paying themselves a regular wage. 
They take some drawings here and there when there's some cash left over. I'm devastated about this. And I, this is one of my goals is to help stop this in our industry. This is the inspiration actually to create this boot camp. And I know that all you want really is like just a decent regular wage, but at least a wage at minimum of what you would be paid if you were working for somebody else. But that's not enough. You need to not only have a good wage, but you also need to get paid on top of that. There are actually five different types of pay that any salon CEO should be getting. And I want you to get all five of them, <laughs> right? Otherwise, you know, you think one day, oh, if I work hard enough, the profit will come. This is my baby. This is an extension of myself. I'm not in it for the money. And I say poos to that. You need to pay yourself for the role that you pay, that you play. Otherwise, you actually don't have a commercially viable business. If you can't pay a really key operator, then there's something broken in your business model. Does that make sense? Like, I want your business model to be not broken. You need to have a strategic plan on how you can pay yourself strategically as the business grows. And that's through, there are five uh, different types of pay. First, of course, is that you pay yourself for the income generating role that you have. Too many owners are cutting the hair, fully booked on the floor, and they're not even getting paid the same as they're, as they're paying their team. The manager needs to get paid. The CEO needs performance-based pay. The business needs profit to be able to future cast. And the investor, at some point you decided to invest in a business, you chose not to at that time to invest that money or that time and that effort into a house or the stock exchange. You invested in a business and you need a return. Step four is aim high, achieve more. Hey, I just wanted to jump in and quickly interrupt you to let you know if you wanted to start actioning these seven steps straight away, then I'm really excited to tell you you can do it ASAP. We had so much success with the Profit Bootcamp, but we know lots of people missed out. So we put our heads together and we decided to put it in an online hub for motivated salon owners like you to access in your own time, anywhere, wherever you are, whenever it works for you on any device. Uh, and you can binge as much as you like. You can find the link for your exclusive Profit Hub access in the show notes of this episode. And if this has inspired you to really take action in your salon and step up to the badass salon CEO role that you were born to be, then I'm excited for you. I'm also running a two-day profit intensive to deep dive and get right into your salon numbers and build your own salon CEO numbers dashboard and we'll do it together over two days. So you'd, if you'd love to chat about that, maybe Salon Mastery is right for you. All right, let's get back to the episode. Without having clear targets, we need to master our sales targets. Otherwise, it's like driving blind and not having a map. If I'm in Wellington and I want to go to Auckland, really the first thing I need to know is one that I'm in Wellington. Because if I don't know where I am and I don't know where I'm going, how am I ever going to achieve it? So I know that you really want to have a clear plan or you need a map on any destination trip. But often what I discover is that owners are fearful that their team is going to judge them for being really money focused. And so instead, we don't have a plan. We don't have a target sales target. Or we have the sales target and we keep it a secret and we don't share it with them. <laughs> but imagine putting your team out to that game of football and giving them no rules and not telling them the score. They're kind of flying blind. 
and it's not fair for them. They actually perform better. It's a mis you know, they actually perform better. It's a mistake to not give them the direction. They need guidelines, they need direction, right? And so if you're wondering why your business is not growing and your team are maybe not even making their targets or you haven't even given them targets, it's because you've missed this most important step. And then you want to be updating that target as your business grows. So in this really important step, we need to set really clear business goals. Hey, we need to share them with our team for sure. We need to set individual sales targets and then help them reach them. We need to have a good feedback loop to know how we're doing, when we're winning, so we can celebrate, when we're not, so we can reroute the destination and build a path around any roadblocks that we have. This is really important. Otherwise, we can't achieve the goal. Okay, let's step into number five. And number five is really knowing that we've got our pricing right. We can unlock our profitability through strategic pricing. Now, too many owners are looking at the salon down the road and, and copying their pricing, or they put their prices up by a dollar or two dollars, or maybe because it's inflation, we put it up by three dollars, and we're not doing it strategically. We just think, let's tick the box and put the price up. Actually, I want you to have a strategic pricing model. There are four parts to the pricing method. And I want you to know what those parts are because otherwise the mistake we make is that we just put our prices up blindly rather than really knowing that all of our services are profitable and what it takes to make sure there's profit. If we don't do this step, it means our team can never make target because they won't reach their sales target because you haven't set them up with the right volume to the right pricing to be able to achieve those targets. Does that make sense? And I think when we're facing a recession, it's really easy to put our prices up and just do it blindly and plonk them up willy-nilly. So the four-step seller mastery pricing method makes sure that you are power pricing and that the, the numbers that you come up with, the prices that you come up with are justifiable to yourself, to your team, as well as your clients. They're strategic. That means you know that all the services are profitable because if you have a, a, some of your services that are not profitable, they are taking all the profit away from the services that are profitable. And if you're scratching your head wondering why you're, you're making lots of money, but there's none falling out the bottom, then you haven't done a strategic, strategic pricing method, one that's well-researched and that you have confidence and know that you're going to be profitable, but also one that you're going to have confidence that you're not going to lose clients. One of the other things when we're doing a pricing model is that we want to talk about discounting, or rather we don't want to talk about discounting because it really is a terminal illness. No discounting. I believe in value add, cherries on top, but eliminating discount. I did a, I did some research on this actually when we ran a two-day workshop on the pricing method and the average team member loses about 20k a year at a minimum, at a minimum 20k a year per team member just on discounting. And if you have four team members or even five team members, that's 100k a year in top line revenue that then doesn't fall out the bottom it leaves you no margins at the bottom so we've got to get our power pricing right and get that model so you confidently know that your pricing is kind of is profitable at the top all right number six really is how do we talk money with our team without it being awkward and we want them to watch wastage and, and be smart otherwise it's like trying to pull a donkey uphill and it's it's awkward and we're fearful about talking money with our team. But really, you want to have a win-win scenario with your team that they win 
but also you win. We don't want them winning, taking home great, great wages and you're not because that creates a sort of passive aggressive feeling inside of our business. And we do want to have a great culture, a nurturing culture, but it's got to be a winning culture. I love saying a winning culture because that means all parties win. That means that the client wins, the team member wins, the brand wins, which means that the salon CEO wins. And so if you think that, oh, do you know a really common misconception that one, salon owners think that their team think that they're taking all the money home. All the money that goes in the till is going home. Guess what? All your team think that all the money that goes in the till, you're taking them home. They don't take a moment to think, how do I get paid? How do we pay the rent and buy the products? So it's a thing. And I want you to know it's a thing. So unless you have an explicit strategy to share the numbers and the story with them, and you, if you don't share that with them, they'll make up their own story. And you know that the story that they make up is not going to be true. So we need to have a strategy to create a really nice culture of winning where we establish a winning culture for the client. The client wins, which means sales are up. The team wins, which means the team are making commission, earning good money. But also that you know that when your team member is in, is in commission, that the business is in profit. This is the measure of success that I want you to have. That's how you have a nice dream business. Without money scrimping, you can afford to have the beautiful flowers and the, the, the team parties that you want to have. You do want to have a dream business, of course. You don't want to be scrimping. That's no fun. So in Salon Mastery, we have a program called Do I Get a Pay Rise? I actually created it when I had my own salon because I discovered that I felt really nervous saying to my team member, come on, let's go and have a one-on-one. -on -one. I want to see if you I want to, you know, see if you're making your target. And kind of underlying, I felt like I was saying, I'm going to crack the whip to make you make you make more money. It wasn't what I was saying, but it's how I felt. And so we turned it around and we said, come and have a meeting with me. I'm going to tell you how, I'm going to show you how you can get a pay rise. And that changed the whole culture inside of our business. So we do need to have a strategy for empowering success. And so they know that they are in the driver's seat and your goal is to help them succeed. So how do we pay them well? What's our good communication step and rhythm? We need to have a strategy for all of those things. All right, last but not least, step seven. How do we have freedom and profit? What's the blueprint beyond the bottom line. So if we are getting the profit and there's money falling out the bottom, just show it just how it should, then we want to think beyond that because otherwise we're working too hard to make all of this happen. And you're saying to me, that's fine for you, Larissa. I ain't got time, no time to do all of these seven steps. My accountant said I have to pay this tax. And I don't know if you've had this experience. I certainly have. And I speak to owners all, all the time about this. And they say, my accountant said I've got to pay $50,000 tax because I made all this profit where's the profit there's no cash in my bank like what the actual where is the money I remember this going through this myself at a certain stage in business right so I want to make sure that you know where is the profit you know what to expect with the with the tax bill coming up but it's not at the cost of time and it's not at the cost of your sanity and the cost of the time that you get to spend with your children. And so if you're wondering where the heck is all this profit and it's not in hitting your pocket, <laughs> often the mistake is that we spend every dime that comes into our bank account. But you need to have money pockets. We need to have a system for managing the money once it falls out the bottom. Because when money turns into profit, it's not done its job yet. There's a job to be done for the profit. You don't get to take all the profit home. It still has work to do. 
So in this step, we want to think about how do I work less, make more? How do I build a five-year financial business projection, a business model, a profitable model that I know that I can build my business on this model and always be profitable and achieve all of the other six steps? My story was how I kind of came to freedom and profit. My story was that I decided a little bit lofty goals, but I decided I wanted $350,000 a year. But when I did my five-year business projection plan, I realized that that's not the business that I wanted. And that there was another number that I was really happy with and at the time felt hugely excessive, but it was a business model that I could I could run and I could manage effectively and have lots of fun and lots of success, but without killing myself with either anxiety or overworking. And I want that for you. And so this is what step seven is all about. And that's it. Seven steps to paying yourself not just a good wage, but a fantastic wage, a salon CEO wage. And to pay your staff a wage that makes them feel valued and excited to come to work every day, to work less, live more, and not get that gut-wrenching feeling when the bills arrive at the end of the month. If you want to start actioning these seven steps, and I'm really excited to tell you that you can do it as of today. We've had so much success with the Profit Bootcamp, but we know a lot of people missed out, so we decided to put it all together in an online hub for motivated salon owners like you. You can binge when you like, how you like, access at your own time, wherever you are, whenever it works for you. You can find the link for your exclusive profit hub access in the show notes of this episode and if this has inspired you to really take action in your salons and step up into the badass salon ceo role you know you were born to live into then i'm excited for you let's chat i'm running a two-day profit intensive to deep dive and get right into your numbers let's get real with your salon and build your own ceo dashboard we'll do this together over two days i'm excited maybe Salon Mastery is a good fit for you. See you same time, same place on the podcast next week. Ciao for now. 